Hey guys, welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast, sponsored by ODG Apparel. I am one of your hosts, Michael. And I'm Rob. Glad you're here to listen in while we talk about church, theology, and everything in between. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to the <laughs> Welcome to the Babylon Pastors Podcast with Michael. And Rob. Yo, what's up, guys? This is going to be a fun month because uh, five weeks in this month, the last time we had five weeks in a month, we did Tulip, but we're not doing that again. Uh, we are doing Christianity in relation to fill in the blank. So this week's fill in the blank is a hot topic currently, and I assume we'll probably still be when this podcast airs a month. Well, not even a month from now. It'll be next week. Wow. Because yeah. we're recording super late. <laughs> yeah. Well. That's okay. It happens. Yeah. yeah. So, so anyway, it'll still be. Because, I because we're very busy and very important people. I'm so super. Really yeah. hard to carve out time in our busy and important. Amongst all the speaking schedules. Right. Yeah. And yeah, the, the autographs. Mm-hmm. And yeah. um, you know, just the one-on-one sessions. With, right. you know, yeah. I mean, our, our look, life coaching businesses. Yeah. So, do you want me to coach Stephen Furtick? Or do you want me to do this podcast? Okay, I think you need me to coach right. Stephen Furtick. Yeah, right. actually, I'm the coach is true. <laughs> no, I don't. That's we're not going to do that. <laughs> no. okay. Yeah. Anyway, no, so that was completely me, not him, uh, saying that. So don't worry. Uh, the topic we're going to talk about today, actually, I've gotten a lot of wonderful conversations about on the internet. Anyway, actually, you might not know this. Uh, as of the recording of this podcast. And maybe still when it puts up, I haven't decided yet. My actual, my Instagram account, I've, I've temporarily deactivated it because I got so fed up with all of the people. So, yeah. So, over this subject, actually. So, today, we're going to be talking about uh, ethnicity and race in relation to Christianity. Wow. Yeah, bro. So, how do you want to start this conversation? What do you want to do? What do you, how do you think you want to do this? Are you a racist? No. Well, it depends on who you ask, I suppose. Ah. <laughs> I guess, I guess really that's what it comes down to, right? It doesn't matter if you are or not, it's how you're labeled. So um, let's go with race. Okay. So let's back this up, right? So everybody knows where we're at in this country currently in regards to uh, protest, uh, riots, hashtags, organizations, things of that nature. Now, the title of this episode, though, is Christianity in Relation to Race and Ethnicity. So um, I've got a couple good resources that I could point people to, but is there anything that you have off the top of your head that helped you kind of through the lens of dealing with these conversations? Yeah, there you go. The Holy Bible. In case you're on the audio version of this, he held up the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, the Bible. Uh, exactly. Yes. Excellent resource. Oh, yeah, I mean, quite obviously, that's <laughs> the whole basis of uh, anything like this is, you know, the whole right and wrong thing in the first place, right? Um, <clears throat> so actually, the Bible does have a lot to say about all of this stuff. But I think uh, we just have, so our... North American Baptist Conference is what our church is a part of. And the regional minister, right? We're all autonomous churches, but we have we belong to an association. There's a regional minister, and he's kind of 
the mediator, pastor to the pastor kind of role. And anyway, he has a uh, Zoom meeting still every week on Wednesdays that I'm missing because of this. Um, so sorry. Oh, no, it's fine, Michael. It's fine. No, no but I, I missed last week too. But a couple of weeks ago, it was really just about this and how um, some of the other pastors are kind of dealing with it. And um, so we all get together on Zoom. And there's a pastor that is in uh, Bismarck. Uh, which is about an hour and a half away from here, which, you know, in Indiana is a long, long way yeah. here. That's like where you go to the mall. So, um, but there's a pastor in Bismarck that actually came from uh, pastoring in downtown Detroit uh, at one point. And so I thought like, I need to shut up and just kind of listen to him a lot because he has a lot more insight than like North Dakota. We don't, I mean, we have most of our African-American population here is literally from Africa, right? So like we have Liberians and people that come over, Nigeria. Um, but as far as people who born and raised lived that whole life here, we don't have tons of that, um, specifically in, in Dickinson where I'm at. And so I feel like though I can speak to everything the Bible has to say, I, I can't speak to everything going on culturally, mm -hmm. like as in I was there yesterday, speak to it. So I think one of the important things that we need to do as Christians is probably shut up a little bit. Like, because it, unless you literally are, are living in the midst of that, like I don't know firsthand by experience or even really by knowing someone who firsthand knows by experience, I don't know what actually goes on, right? And, and what the level of um, uh, actual racism and racial things that happen, I don't know. And I'm, I'm sure that it exists. I know that mm -hmm. it exists because I know enough about those stories, um, but at what level, um, what they're actually dealing with, uh, like in life on a daily basis, what it's like to um, be a, a young uh, black person in downtown whatever city, just going to the supermarket and police driving. I don't know. I don't know uh, because I'm not there, right? So I shouldn't pretend as a believer to understand things that I don't culturally. Mm -hmm. And I think that is where, not that I can't speak into things because scripture is clear on, on some of the, the kind of principles and stuff that get intermixed in between this. But, um, but I, I do need to learn to listen a lot more than I feel like I should talk when it mm -hmm. comes to that stuff. And I, I think that's a really, really major problem in the church, especially right now is this, you know, this is the topic on everybody's list. Yeah. And everybody has Facebook. Right. Yeah. And they misuse it and don't look much like Christians at all most of the time. Yeah. Well, and I think that's what, um, what I've seen a lot on as far as online. So for example, there's a lot of infighting. So if we're going to talk about Christ Christianity specifically in relation to these things, um, I have seen quite a bit of infighting, right? So uh, we'll go with Facebook first. So what I see a lot is people 
like it's the it's either one stream extreme or the other right mm-hmm. so it's either um like all they're posting is uh i'll give you an example something on my facebook feed somebody had a confederate flag on their porch in town and somebody else because of the wonders of facebook um saw it and then got on the community facebook page which is a f- horrible in any in any small community you don't need a community facebook page it's just like it's like let's all meet at the restaurant and fight uh like that's what it is so like just it's just online and then they had posted that and then it was just a back and forth trash dumpster fire over like you shouldn't have this it should be taken down versus this is my liberty i can do whatever i want now the reason i bring that up is because both of these people would claim to be christians right so you have one person on one side that's like you know going to protests and holding up signs and the other person going i you know i can still be a christian and have this flag and it was just this fight back and forth because i think it's a definition of terms that's being misunderstood between a lot of christians right now whoa my camera almost fell over um but this idea like you know uh, we're, we're completely putting ourselves on a side other than just saying okay what does the bible say about this how can we how can we ask christians still hold these what are it seemed like opposing views with one another, but still be brothers and sisters and do this in a way that we're not, um, uh, the word is escaping me here, but um, calling each other names, things like that. Oh, because, yeah. yeah. I don't know the word I'm looking for, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Calling each other names. Yeah. 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 No, I, I think one of the major, major, major problems and, it plays out some, you see the ugliness of it during situations like what's going on right now, but it exists all the time, right? Mm-hmm. Is this idea among Christians, specifically here, that um, I'm, they believe that they're Christians, um, but in reality in, and in practicality, how it works out in their life is that they're Americans and then Christians. Mm-hmm. Right. And that that is a major problem. Right. For us to actually realize, no, no, I live in the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. Right. That's first. And I influence America or wherever else I happen to be. That that has to be our minds, man, because we. um, I just had this conversation. Keep going. But I just want to like, it's amazing to me that we have the same thought and we haven't talked for a month. So keep going. Well, so I have, um, there are people that I know and love and I know are believers that really, really struggle with this. Mm -hmm. Um, We have a guy, I've, I've learned so much about tact and like thinking before I speak uh, just through uh, leading a community group for a long time. Mm-hmm. We have a guy that, um, I mean, I can, I can say this on here. I think it's not, it's not uh, a big deal. I, we have one guy who leans a little bit more liberal in some of his political views. Um, and he's a, a black man. We have someone who uh, was in the Marine Corps for a minute in the air force. He was a state trooper. He is now in the oil field. He's very, very much, you know, wave that flag. Mm-hmm. And, and so 
there are times when one of them will be talking and I am thinking the whole time, like, oh, oh no, stop, stop, you know, and, <laughs> and, and like, it's just because, not because I disagree even sometimes, mm -hmm. it's just because like, we need to think about what, like, is what I'm saying going to change anyone's mind? No, probably not. Is the real problem, this is going to be a, big blow up if people just hear this one clip but is is racism the problem no because the sin is the problem like mm -hmm. what is behind racism is a few things it's um i don't believe if i'm a racist i don't i believe i hold more value than another image bearer mm -hmm. of god and frankly um we all come uh, from the same mom and dad originally, right? So we're the human race. Mm -hmm. We just come in different crayon colors, right? I mean, at the end of the day, different cultures and all this, but it, it's not, so, I don't think the right answer either. You, you hear this a lot. I don't think the right answer is I don't see color, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's stupid, right? Because yeah, you do, mm -hmm. <laughs> You know, you can't, you can't honestly, like me, I'm a, I'm a white dude with a short haircut and a beard. Right. And if I walked down a specific, I don't know the town, but if I walked down some specific areas in Chicago, people are going to see color and I'm gonna, right. Mm -hmm. It's more about culture. I think yeah. and ethnicity and, and um, cultural differences than it is about race and, and color even. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I just, I think that we, we too quickly as Christians dive on to one side or another and are not very quick to just sit in a room and get to know people. Yeah. Like, let's have a talk. Like what, yeah. what's your home life like? How you doing, man? Who are you? You know? Mm -hmm. Well, I think that's how, that's how we should, that's how we should approach it anyway, just through, through the scriptures anyway. So, for example, what I was saying about our minds being on the same wave league, I just had a conversation Sunday with a couple of guys. And I was like, yeah, I said, I think what I see happening is people putting, uh, you know, so this issue or any issue, any issue, and then filtering it through saying, okay, well, this is where I sit on the issue. And I want to filter it through the Bible rather than saying this is the Bible and that's how I'm going to filter this through it. Um, so they're holding up whatever their belief in. I mean, you can apply this to anything. My belief on uh, you know, LGBTQ, and I'm going to use verses to back up my belief on that, or race and ethnicity. I'm going to use verses to back up my, you know, or money, or I mean, we're going to talk about that too. But we're we're not, we're saying this is where I stand on it, so let me find verses on it. Other than saying this is where the Bible stands, okay, well, I have to, you know, mm -hmm. I have to submit to that. Um, and I think you make a good point too, on it being very much more culture than it is anything else. Okay, because most so I don't, for the most part, and this is just dealing with the people I know, it doesn't matter what skin color you are uh, or what definition of race you are. The culture you grew up in is really how you're going to act and identify and deal with the world. So, I mean, there's people that I know that, that process the world exactly like I do, but have different skin color than me, but that's because that's how we grew up. Like they, that's, mm -hmm. they grew up in the same sort of situation. So, um, that's how you deal with it. So I think a lot of times the differences is, like you said, it's not a skin color as much as like, it's how we talk because that's where we grew up. So we use certain words or vernacular or 
tone because that's what we're used to. And when we interact with somebody that doesn't do those things or does in a different way, automatically we get very defensive on both sides of it. Um, But as Christians, going back to that, I think we're called to uh, see people how God sees them. So we're going to go, okay, I totally don't understand how you're viewing things. But (laughs) like, if you're you're a Christian, especially, I'm going to try to, I mean, you're my brother. So I'm going to try to see things the way you see things. Uh, and vice versa on this so we can come to this common ground of of everything even if we do if we even if at the end of the day like you said with your example of the community group like we're going to hold vastly different ideas but a lot of those ideas come from the fact that you don't know the story that got me to this idea because you were on a totally different story than me so let's figure out what that looked like because we yeah. probably don't hate each other as much as you think we hate each other <laughs> yeah, or even disagree yeah mm-hmm. like there there are so I, um, probably not a big surprise if you've ever listened to this podcast, but I, I mean, I politically, I obviously lean toward the right. Um, mm-hmm. and I, what? I have you're a, not a Bernie bro. <laughs> I have a, stop that. I, I have a very strong, um, I'm very strongly opinionated when it comes to certain things, mm-hmm. certainly not tons of things, but um, like for me, I, I can't in good conscience, I'm not going to hold anyone else to this. It is what it is. You, you know, you vote you, right. But, but I can't, I can't, um, vote for any human being that is for killing other human beings in the womb, like straight up. I don't care how terrible you are at all the other stuff. If you are for life and the other guy's not, I'm voting for you right? Like that's just the way that I see it. I do care about the other things, right? And, and I think that we should certainly fight for, but if we want to talk about any sort of racism or prejudice or, um, like you can't, you can't think that, um, you can't put what's going on right now above abortion, for instance, Mm -hmm. right? Like abortion has killed millions and millions and millions and millions of humans just because of what age they are or aren't yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so by far, abortion in our day and age trumps any other social justice, whatever, right? By far. Um, that is not to say that we shouldn't deal with this other stuff. Like we yeah. should. It should be a thing. It's an image of God thing right? And, and other image bearers of God are not given a fair shake in some way. Yeah, we need to do it. Is a, it is a big deal. Mm-hmm. So, but well, I, think, I think where some of us really fail is we tend to just think that because we've seen Fox or MSNBC, depending on what side of things you're on, because we've seen enough, uh, and both of them are garbage, frankly, but because we've seen enough of either side of this, that's what has influenced us. And, and we know all the facts and we know, mm-hmm. look, no, you don't <laughs> like sit down and have a conversation with people. That's, mm-hmm. that's the only way it changes. Well, and I think the conversation part is the vital part in any regard. It, I mean, I don't care. I don't care what, I mean, obviously we're talking about race and ethnicity that is not specifically black or white or anything. I mean, that's everything. So yeah. 
to sit down and actually have a conversation with somebody and say, Hey man, how'd you grow up? How many brothers, sisters, what your family like, what's your music? I mean, just to get to know somebody, which is the part where I think social media really makes the thing explode a lot is because it's very difficult. And I can assure you in case anyone that's listening to this wonders and don't believe me, which you'd have to be on the internet. This is your first day on the internet. Let me just tell you, you're not going to have a great conversation through text in the comment section. It's just not going to happen. Because inflection is definitely not changed anyone's mind on anything in the history of the internet. Not even once. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe a couple of times it's happened. Okay, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> probably. probably. <laughs> the point is, it's very difficult to have a conversation with somebody in that manner because you don't yeah. see their body language. You don't know what their inflection is. You don't know if they're being sarcastic or serious. You just don't know. Um, so in like manner, like it's really hard to, and I've learned this very hard way to actually even have a good discussion that way. Like it's just difficult. Uh, now what I have seen happen are civilized people that say, Hey, let's, you know, this is message each other back and forth and take everybody out of the, else out of the conversation because people will jump in on comments. I have seen that be productive before. Um, all that to say that having that conversation is vital because what happens a lot of the times when you have that, like you said, I now get to know you. I get to know why you believe this way. I get to at least have your perspective on it. Even at the end of the conversation, I don't agree with you. I at least get to figure out why you came to that conclusion. Because yeah. what often happens is as soon as somebody says, well, I believe in this thing, then there's all these assumptions that fall behind it uh, just that we make about people. So if we say, if somebody says, for example, all lives matter, there's some people that will automatically assume so much about those people or uh, somebody says, you know, hashtag black, black lives matter. There's going to be all these assumptions behind that as well. Now, again, not that that's always wrong. Sometimes those assumptions are correct, but yeah. until you have that conversation, you're not going to know. So I think as Christians, one of the things we need to do, I wouldn't shy away from difficult conversations. I think those are important. If anybody has a voice in it, it should be the Bible because if not, it's, it's, well, it's going to lead you down a pretty bad <laughs> You're not going to have a base. You're not going to have a standard. Um, but you got to have those conversations in a, in, a, in a mature way, right? So don't, if you claim to be a Christian, don't be the one that's setting everything on like fire in the comment section or in the discussion, right? Because um, that's not helpful. It's, it's a, you know, like I, this is going to sound really pastory of me. Oh, um, please. Yes, that's what you do. But, but, but if, if I'm on Facebook or Twitter or whatever, pick one, right? If I'm on social media and um, in the comments section, whatever, if I'm gonna do something, no matter what it is, um, and this is true even in conversation, like face-to-face -face talking about stuff like this, um, in everything that I do, what is my chief goal supposed to be as a believer? To glorify God. Right. And if I'm if I'm going to claim the name of Christ, right, if I'm going to say Jesus is my king, I'm submitting to him. Then to have conversations that are filled with animosity, fighting, bickering, just blowing steam off, which seems to me to be the majority of this stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's not productive on a on a non-Christian level. It's not productive. Um, and specifically when you throw the word Christian in there, when I've submitted to Christ, 
then I, I better be thinking in all of these conversations I'm going to engage in, how can I most clearly and best um, glorify God and bring him fame and people see him in my conversation and behavior? Mm-hmm. Probably if people went into it like that, there wouldn't be half of the crap as there is online, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. It wouldn't be as big of a thing. Mm-hmm. People go in with their preconceived notions, and it's not about God at all, as much as it's about um, just picking a side or political sides or America, um, and and it, that's not Christian. That's not Christianity. That's not a life that is submitted to Jesus first as their king. It's just not. Gotcha. So here, Pastor Rob, I have a follow-up for you. Okay. So how do you think, or do you think, because this could be a, just an absolute no flat out, but how do you think Christians should engage with these topics online, if at all, as far as entering into them? So let's say, uh, and th- I mean, this is, a que- I ha- this is my question that I have, so I'm interested in your, in your feedback. So how do you say, okay, well, I see an issue that's happening, let's say, within the church, and I want to address it. How best do you think that should be done? online because that's a difficult that's a whole different thing than on <laughs> in person yeah. and and the first thing that i would say is not online there i mean you know, okay if, mm-hmm. if you want the most effective thing let's look at scripture right they obviously they didn't have the internet right yeah. but they had letters they had ways that they got messages to people um and so what do you see of course paul wrote letters that's what the new testament is most of it right mm-hmm. letters from these apostles two churches um and some of them were very you foolish galatians you know i mean some of them were very like like attacking things mm-hmm. that were going bad so there's a place for that you know for sure um and so to that end is um i think we have to utilize the knowledge that we see in those those particular instances because mm-hmm. that's kind of the you know, even, even in counseling somebody or talking to somebody about anything um, <laughs> that, that might be controversial or when you know you're going to have to talk to someone about some sort of sin going on, um, that you don't start by engaging and saying, listen, jerkwad, you know, like this, I'm seeing this going on in your life. You need to knock it off or we're going to have you before the elders, right? Like that. Mm-hmm that's not productive. Right. And that's what you see online Mm -hmm. um, is that kind of attitude. So you ask what's the right way to do it. I mean, I guess, I don't know. It's going to depend on your personality, your context, how, what your presence is online. Like for me, I don't really have an online presence, whatever is piggybacking. You're you're so famous on this, (laughs) but whatever the reaches of this podcast, that's it. Right. Like that's, that's as famous as I am. Right. Um, but so for me, if I really started engaging, people would just kind of think, okay, who's this joker? Right. Um, so I, first, I think the most effect that any one human can have is with the other humans around them. Mm -hmm. Right. So what am I teaching my own kids? What is, what does my family life look like? How do we engage with other races and ethnicities and cultures? in our own town? What do I preach from my pulpit? What, you know, it's about um, my context physically first. 
and it has to be because that's this is where God has me on purpose for a reason. However, if you have online presence, if you have something that people will listen and find meaning in or whatever, um, if if there can be weight put to you, then I think you utilize the the formula that Paul uses in his letters, which is don't come out of the gate with accusation and I know everything, but come out of the gate with, Hey, this is me. Um, let's be thankful for like Paul does a lot of complimenting and thanking God first and foremost for our brotherhood and, and who we are together and what God has done in the gospel. And then he dives into maybe you shouldn't sleep with your cousin, right? Or whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna have to take a minute with that one. I just <laughs> I just see I can just see Paul in a pastoral saying, Hey guys, I'm really thankful for you guys. I pray for you on a daily basis. I just need to touch on it real quick. Y'all are related and you shouldn't be sleeping together, is all I'm saying. <laughs> well that yeah. was a soft intro. Okay. Yeah. But but there there's something to be said about that. Like yeah. that formula is still the formula that you need to use yeah. in face to face conversation if you're dealing with something that's going to be controversial or difficult. Yeah, don't start by lighting people up because you disagree. Mm-hmm. Just don't, and that's what you see online. Instead of let's have an actual conversation, and that starts with me with us both doing some disarming sort of things, right? Like I have to preach about divorce this week. I mean, that, that could, um, have explosive, mm-hmm. uh, depending on how I address it, there will either be people that leave the church or people that leave that week with a better understanding of things. Right. And right, cause that comes up with a lot of baggage for some people. Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, and I, I guarantee you, there's not going to be one butt in a seat Sunday that hasn't been touched at least in some way by divorce. Mm-hmm. Just every, whether it was mom and dad or you or brother and sister or your children or what, I mean, everybody's been touched by this or watched it happen in front of them in some way. So it could, it could really be explosive. Right. Mm -hmm. But if I go into it, like the whole introduction to my sermon is probably, I don't have it completed yet, but probably going to be a lot of, look, this is what traditionally we've kind of how the church has treated this. This is, you know. Um, mm-hmm. you got to go into it in a disarming way, not in a load your guns and let's do this way. Right. Gotcha. That's great advice. The same face to face or online. Gotcha. It's harder online. Yeah. So I think I, I just won't have an Instagram picture. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So, um, has there been any resources that you've had other, obviously we've pointed out, the scripture being the, the, the base, the standard, the, the foundation of this, is there anything that you have watched, read, seen that other people could access that you go, you know, I found this really helpful too. Oh, Hey, he's getting some books y'all. No. So, um, where I live, it is not so much African-American racism Mm -hmm. is native American racism. Oh Yeah but very similar in how it all plays out within the gospel, right? It's the same sort of background, same sort of struggle, mm-hmm. sort of prejudice. 
And this was recommended to me. I'm not all the way through it, but the white man's gospel. Who's that by? Craig Stephen Smith. Okay. He is a native American. I think from reading anyway, but it's, it's, um, I think man, anything you can get your hands on, but I think it, you should probably have a mixture. Like one thing, don't dive into black lives matter. Stupid. Go to their website, read all their stuff, mm-hmm. age with a couple of people, whether it be online or not, who maybe are a part of it or who come from that background or who get it. Um, but that I think know what you're talking about and no matter what the, the resources are. Um, and I think, uh, you know, like for us, this is a, a bigger thing. The native American community is like straight up there's racism on both sides. Yeah. A lot of it, you know? Um, and we see the effects of that all the time, um, where I'm at. And so it's, um, I guess I don't, I don't have a lot of specific resources necessarily mm-hmm. other than to say, uh, like, don't be afraid to read things from the other side of, you know, because, um, in fact, I would do that more because I already have my opinion. And I think too often we pick up resources or follow resources that only agree with our opinion. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, a guy like me should tune in to CNN as long as you can stand it. Because, because they, they, they do, they come from a non-religion. Yeah. Jesus is offensive. Nobody likes God kind mm-hmm. of right so you at least know what people are thinking yeah right you have to know what the other side is kind of coming from and and where they're at and and that's going to bleed down into the resources you take in too i think Mm -hmm. oh it's a good tip again another reason why i want you on this podcast with me because (laughs) because you bring balance and stability my friend with that big burly beard of yours well it's only because this isn't coke (laughs) gotcha all right guys well um that's good i like that advice thank you pastor rob we appreciate that yeah that's your title you have to get used to it that's not even like a thing like that's what your title is now (laughs) do you you prefer reverend or pastor i think my title should just be hey dude hey dude yeah is that a i i don't i don't didn't read that in titus i didn't read that as a title Anyway, all right, good. Do you have any closing remarks, sir, other than uh, don't be a butthead? Um, be humble about where you're at. Don't think you know everything because you don't. And, you know, I think if, if you can do that, you'll be a better example as a believer than 98% of any other beating heart around you. If you can just come into it humbly, understanding that such for some of you, you're all a bunch of dirtbag, black-hearted sinners, right? And God has done a miraculous work in you. That's the only reason that, you know, I, we're all worth the same. We all come from the same Adam and Eve. So shut up. You know what I can tell from that, com- that, that comment there? You don't spend a lot of time on the internet, and I can appreciate that. <laughs> 
is that an accurate statement? I don't know, but my 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 feel is that you just don't spend a lot of time on social media. No, I don't spend a lot of time on social media. <laughs> That's the crap we're talking about, to be honest with you. Gotcha. I, get on, I get on Facebook and social media to um, post pictures of my family and dogs and outings and to post scripture. That's almost exclusively it. And if yeah. I'm watching live YouTube video, there's never a moment when I don't hide the chat. <laughs> you just don't want to see it. Yeah. 400 million people saying things that no one even gets to read because it's so many people. Mm-hmm. Stupid. Gotcha. Hey, there we go. We'll end with that. Hide the comments. Social media is stupid. Guys, we'll talk to you later. Have a great day.